which means I can't watch you lip sync for your life. Thank you for being brave. Oh, 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 yeah. Travel down the road back again. Hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my butt right here. Welcome to Shady Pines Limited Series from Afterthought Media, where three gay men recap the Golden Girls Season 1. This episode, we're recapping Episode 17, titled Nice and Easy. First, from the podcast Catching Up, please say hello to our very own Crockett, Mike Lawson. Hello, Mike Lawson. Hey, how's it going? And from the podcast Cuckoo the Meeple, please say hello to our very own Tubbs, Joey Buhacker. Hello, everyone. Oh, he made it in time. I was really going as fast as possible. I- I had to run up to the third floor because I left my phone up in my other office. Yeah. And I hit the elevator button and it wasn't coming, so I had to take the stairs. Wait, 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 wait. You have wait, an wait. elevator no. in your elevator? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but I know people who have them. Yeah. Mm. And Cameron had a, uh, an elevator in his house. That was, But it was literally, I'd always say, so one time I was like, can I ride the elevator? And he's like, you know, he kept saying, you don't want to ride the elevator. And one day I was like, I want to ride a the elevator. limit. <laughs> <laughs> So I, it was the slowest elevator I've ever been on in my life. And it was only from one floor to the other. It was a two-story house. They needed it for like a, a, a handicapped child or something, right? Um, <clears throat> so, by the way, I want someone to know that um, uh, Mike Lawson has his handstand challenge he does every day on Twitter. People don't know this. Every time we do... Uh, this Golden Girls show, Shady Pines. When I play the theme song, I'm lip syncing for my life to that song. That's what Boo Hacker was commenting yes. on. And I feel, and they, they can be the judge. I feel I'm getting better every episode. You are. <laughs> you should post them, record it, and post it. Yeah, I think each idea. of us, you should record it, and each of us have to do it and then post it. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah. idea. So uh, this episode is nice and easy. Uh, I have a very long summary that would literally take up the entire bulk of the episode if I read it. Yeah, go for it. No, I'm not. <laughs> Blanche- can I try the Can I try the summary? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Blanche's horror niece comes to town. She's 20 <laughs> years old and she's promiscuous. She meets a gentleman <laughs> on the airplane who she goes out with that night and bangs him. Yeah. She comes home and she's going for a college interview. Comes back home the next day and says, "Oh, I had a wonderful time." And then she goes out again on another date that night with another gentleman who takes her to the Bahamas. Yeah. Obviously, the price of the Bahamas is he bangs her. Yeah. And then when she comes <laughs> home at night, Blanche is waiting to talk to her because Blanche thinks that this behavior needs to be discussed. She might need somebody to talk to her, like a big yeah. sister. Yeah. Blanche mm-hmm. waits for her. She comes in with this guy who Blanche thinks is the guy that she to, went to the Bahamas with. No. She actually originally thought it was the guy she met at the she met before that at the airport, the yeah. doctor. Yeah. But then it's not. It's a new vice cop who yeah. busted the guy that she met at the airport who took her to the Bahamas for marijuana. And then she leaves him with them, storms out. Blanche goes to talk to her, takes her in the other room and says, Stop depreciating yourself and being such a whore. People won't respect you. And then they hug it out. And the B story is there's a mouse in the house where we get two great stories from from uh Rose. 
at where she learns how to talk to animals. And then Dorothy is about to kill it with a, with a broom. But then Dorothy talks to her and Dorothy has the gift. I'm going to tell you something. That's better than any summary I've ever done. I'm not gonna lie. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm not being funny or lying. I, I'm, I'm not being funny or lying. I think that literally is the best summer we've ever had. The only, my only one little complaint, tiny. Calling her a whore. No, <laughs> the whore's name is Lucy. That's the only yes. thing. That's the only thing you missed. Everything else was way better. Than it was Lucy, Michael, Ed. Who was the doctor's name? Do you remember? No, I don't think we ever oh, hear. I, his I don't even. I don't remember their professions like you do. No, I no, mean, no, yeah, I yeah, no. The it Michael, was the doctor, and then it was the Ed college the, interviewer. It was Michael the recruiter, yeah, and Ed, Ed the vice cop, yeah. Uh, very, very good, very impressive, Boo Hecker. It was a impressive. great Rose episode, though. Like the character of Rose was fully uh-huh. there. Like yeah. I almost like that one better for the Emmy. <laughs> you yeah. know, it was a fully fleshed Rose. Yeah. Uh okay so uh going back to this uh initial thoughts boo hecker um i think it's an interesting episode i think it's actually um i mean it's 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 one of those episodes it's not bad it's not mediocre but it's not the greatest it's not a huge haha one mm-hmm. um again it's it's the it's the rougher Sophia that I like where she just says exactly what she's thinking. Yeah. Um, this was one of the first episodes I would say that Sophia actually was a supporting character rather than one of the leads, mm-hmm. which is interesting. You saw her yeah. much less. It's, it's one of the, but it feels like one of the most fully formed episodes where we get each of their personalities completely. And we get like the Sophia stories, the Rose stories. Um, it, it's a good episode. Is it the greatest episode? No, but I wouldn't kick it out of bed for eating crackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, what about you? Same. What's your opinion? Um, this isn't an original thought, but I feel like I'm realizing now this show's just like kind of like a like pizza. Mm-hmm. Even like the shitty pizza's like decent, you know, mm-hmm. like it'll it'll do. And I'm kind of feeling that way. I agree. It's just kind of a mediocre episode, but I don't. Mm-hmm. It's a mediocre episode of something that's really good. So I've been like calling it mediocre because of that, right? Like it's still like. It's still so good, mm-hmm. but for them, it's a lower tiered episode. Okay, yeah, I buy it. I I think you know this episode and the last episode. Like I said, last episode was a definition of a five. I would agree. I feel this one's in that five. Oh, I, sh- I shouldn't have said my tip my hand here, but I'm just saying it's just a standard issue episode. It does the job. Uh, it checks all the boxes. But is it the greatest episode? No. It's just yeah. the Vaz is back. Oh, the Vaz is back. Okay. And for the first time I noticed this, and I'm going to go back and look at some of the earlier episodes because I can't believe we're already up to 17. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go back at the other 16 and look at them because what I don't remember is them having a fireplace. This is the first time I noticed a fireplace. Interesting. And right by uh, the patio area behind them. Mm-hmm. Before it used to, I thought it was all glass, but I noticed a fireplace and I want to go back and double check that. All right, very, very. I good. didn't even notice it. Uh, it it's weird covering the themes from this episode because I actually feel it, and I think this is a good term to use here. It rhymes with the episode on Golden Girls where the grandson comes. There's, I feel this is a less serious, more lighthearted version of it. I feel like with the grandson, Blanche is a little bit more distressed. There's a little bit more of an after-school special feel about that episode. He was also supposed to be much younger, but do you know what I think it is? And I think it's that boys will be boys and girls are treated differently. So it's kind of like for for 
boy, don't screw up your life. For a girl, it's like you need to respect yourself if you want other people to respect you. But don't so you, I think yes, you're right. But don't you think that um, you know in the in the episode with uh, the grandson on Golden Girls? Uh, she. What do you he, mean, Golden Girls? As opposed to it's a different show. What are you talking? Oh, that was that's that the name was of the, the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. on that, instead of on Golden Palace when he was no on Golden. You know, on Golden Girls. Yeah. On Golden Girls is the name of the episode. And uh, when he first gets there and then immediately leaves, Blanche is really upset, like really, really upset. And this one, she's like, "Oh, you go, sweetie, you go, girl." Well, the difference is he's like fourteen. And and she's an adult at twenty. Oh, you're right. He is very young. You're right. I mean, that's that's the difference. One's mm-hmm. a minor. The other one's like you're an adult. I know. I remember what it was to be twenty years old and you beautiful. Know what, you know what I think the difference is? Is I think he looked twenty. So in my head, I forget that he was supposed to be fourteen. Sure, that was that was the reasoning. Yeah. Um, but going back to those themes, Lawson, uh, do you think times have changed? Do you think? Uh, uh, Lucy is the name of her niece. Do you think this would still happen today? This episode or this situation? The situation where Blanche feels, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't think what's weird is like, I feel like a youth today would not kind of let, I feel like youth today are more secretive. Like yeah. young people wouldn't like she, I don't think Blanche would even know. Yeah. She was and that point. she was on Instagram or, or, or Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. I don't think I think Blanche would be totally unaware. She would just say, "I'm going to the mall" or something. But if she was hooking up with a gentleman, I think even nowadays, I think most people would say, you know, I, I unless they were a gay man, which I know mm-hmm. that's a double standard. I think most of the time you'd be like, um, you might want to slow down. Mostly. Because, and this is just a true thing mm-hmm. with the rape culture and stuff, just in general, a man, I hate to say this, but most men, a woman's not going to force themselves on a man. Let's just talk in the straight world. Mm-hmm. When you're a female, there's a lot more dangers out there. It, it just, it's true. You know what's so funny is I think the situation would be very similar today, but for different reasons. I think then it had to do with her being a woman. I think now the situation would be her age, and I'll tell you why. I feel 20 in 1986 was a lot older than it is. Sure, now. my mother got married in 77 at the age of 20 and had me right before, you know, when she was 21. Yeah, my mom had me at 21 as well. And so, so I mean, yeah, that was typical. Yeah, so, You're looking for a man to settle down with. Yeah, and so I think 20 was a lot older than, and so the power dynamic of Blanche, it's so funny because I think Blanche telling her you're grounded and whatnot isn't as comical today or didn't send him as weird because to us, a 20, a 20 year old is still essentially a child or you also always think, cause you have younger nieces, mm-hmm. but Joe probably can say uh, not Joe. Mike, how old is your, your, is it nephew? 25. But in your mind, he's still a kid, right? Like he's yeah. always still that little kid. Yeah. It, yeah, it yeah. Just as, as an old, the, they are still kids to you. So you look at them that way. Uh, my niece is, is 21, and I'm like, to me, she's still that little 12-year-old girl. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's the last time I saw her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I, but, I, I think, but I think kids have been infantilized so much that so it's not until they're older that they're seen as really adults. And sure. But, but I feel like that didn't – it's like a progression of things because 
I feel like I used to go to the park alone. I used to yeah. walk oh, yeah. the neighborhood, uh-huh. but I feel like kids aren't kids are not going to the park all by themselves nowadays, are they? No, I don't think so. Uh-huh. But it's also a thing too is that southern respect. Uh-huh. Oh, she is wrote Blanche was being disrespected by her. You know, there's that that yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. That whole old southern uh, feeling. You know, the the. Oh, damn it. I had another point, and it just slipped away from me. Go on, and I'll interrupt you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think we... Oh, oh, I remember it. Mm -hmm. This is my question. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. This is my question. Have you guys ever been out with friends? Yes. All right, so I was thinking... (laughs) No, so I was in New York City once with with some friends, and we all got together in there, and one of our friends was on his grinder off and on and, like, slip out to meet and hook up with people. Mm -hmm. And two things went through my mind. A, it's not the safest thing to do ever anywhere. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just don't think, especially New York city, like, Mm -hmm. but the other thing is like, wouldn't say where he was going, wouldn't say anything, would just disappear and then come back after a hookup. And Mm -hmm. there was finally a point where I looked at him and said, are you here to fuck the city? Or are you here to hang out with us? Mm -hmm. Cause we all got together for a reason. And I kind of feel that same way from Blanche's perspective. Mm -hmm. Like, are you visiting me? Are you here to spend time with me? Or did you just come to use this as a motel? Yeah. And you're just going the fuck around. Does, mm-hmm. Have you guys ever had issues like that? Or yes. friends, those yes. situations? Yes. I have. Yes. When we were in Vegas, Joe used to duck away all the time. <laughs> to go to the buffet. Yo, you took my joke. <laughs> he was at magic shows and buffets every time we turned around. Magic shows. <laughs> okay uh let's is that talk- glitter on your cheek <laughs> let's talk about the, the the cop the only guy we actually see let's do our and typical theme uh he's beautiful i'd fuck him in a second and i actually just thought about this he looks a little like lawson oh i didn't know well no no i think he's a uh a more conventionally like pretty boy version mm-hmm I don't even remember what he looked like, so he I would just, say forgettable. He's forgettable. I would say my question was because well, he's white, you can't see white people. <laughs> I was going to ask current hot or eighties hot, Lawson. Eighties hot, Boo Hecker. Current hot. He looks like one of the um, uh, Hemsworth brothers. Yeah. Uh, what was his name on the show? Ed. Ed. Yes, Ed. His name's Ken Stovitz. Yeah. Uh, Ken Stovitz was a character actor in the 80s, but then transferred, transitioned into being a producer. So now he's like a film producer and television producer. I didn't but, think he was a great actor. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Uh, again, honestly, a lot of these themes we hit on Golden Girls. Uh, what, let's talk about, I mean, the mouse. There's not really much to say about the mouse. You know, Dorothy lands up getting the mouse. But you know what I was thinking is, like, she didn't plug the hole back up after he went in. The mouse. What I love about this is it shows that tender side of Dorothy. And Dorothy was usually the very straight thought one, the very, like, the intellectual one. Like, if you think about it, Rose is kind of like the flightier one. Mm -hmm. Blanche is the selfish one. And Dorothy is the one who's like, no, we can't do that. We have Mm -hmm. to stay on, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's they actually revisit this again, which is done better, I think, later when they wanted to get a dog mm-hmm. and they were, and they found a lost dog and Dorothy hated the dog. Mm-hmm. But again, you got to see the softer side of Dorothy mm-hmm. and Dorothy with animals. There's this great softer side. Uh, but the mouse B story was just, 
whatever. Um, yeah. Blanche, I think we've cut, we've hit all the major themes of that episode. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think I'm pretty much done. It's a very short episode today. But, um, but you know, let's, let's get to our favorite part, the references. Not a lot of references. Uh, there is, and some of them, I'm not going to necessarily explain who they are. But talk about sort of the irony of them. Like, for instance, OJ comes up, but at the time, OJ was like a national hero. So it's funny to hear OJ as sort of like this like positive... Buffalo Bills. Yeah. He was like a sports star. That would be like Huge us. Huge like star Kobe in Buffalo. Or, yeah. Kobe or, or LeBron James or... You His know. jersey used to be up here. Oh, that's um, right. He's from, yeah, he was player in your big home. Big Buffalo star. And then he became a broadcaster. Yeah. So... Uh, and then he was- became a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he became a murderer. Um, but a big reference here, and I actually don't know that much about this show. Miami Vice is a big show, which Golden Girls was on NBC and Miami Vice was on NBC. So they're obviously doing a little bit of a plug there. Well, you remember that has how Golden Girls was started. Was when they were talking about Miami Vice, the hit on the on NBC. Mm-hmm. And they were going to originally call Golden Girls Miami Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it was... yeah. Deeper origins. And, and the, Miami and the, Vice comes up later, too, when they have Don Johnson's couldn't show up to a benefit, and they have his suit to raffle off. Oh, look at Joey with his Miami Vice stuff. Yeah, because obviously it just takes place in Miami, and so does Miami Vice, so there's a connection there. And it was a huge show at the time. Huge I never watched show. it. The guy was dressed as John Don Johnson. He was yep. channeling Don Johnson. The guy's dressed in these, like, uh, like uh, uh, what, would you, what do you call Pastel shirts with like suits expensive i had one of those my mother brought those for my brother and i probably have a picture of us in them for easter please find where you didn't wear bow ties or ties you wore the open collared shirts yeah lawson would you love to see like boo hacker in like a pastel t-shirt with like an italian suit on and then uh yeah so they made jokes about the and they were like wash and wear oh were they yeah they were like you yeah they're like linen. The only other one weird thing, again, not a reference, but uh, they make a reference to Disneyland in some way. And I was saying, oh, this kind of is like, I would even call it, I would almost <laughs> call it a flub, sort of, because showing how this is an LA based show, but it's supposed to say, I feel in Miami, Dorothy would have said Disney World. She wouldn't have said Disneyland. Hmm. It's a small thing, but I feel like on the East Coast, east of the Mississippi, they say Disney World. What year did Disney World open? The early 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, I feel like on Golden, uh, if they lived in Miami, they lived in Florida, they would have said Disney World instead of going. I don't think Dorothy's sarcastic response would have said Disneyland. Uh, that's I agree. What, How did she say it though? What was the? It was a sarcastic. It was a sarcastic retort to somebody like, "No, but 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 uh, Disney Land." Oh. And I, I think it like, had to do with the mouse. You're right. You're yes. right. It did have to do with the mouse. And I, I feel like she would have gone Disney World. Uh, other than that, that's that's all I really have. Not a lot of references on this episode. Themes, that, themes they've already tackled, um, and that we've already covered fairly recently. Uh, let's go around the room here. Lawson, who's going first today on the cheesecake report? Uh, I am. Mm-hmm. And wait, who went first? Yeah, I am, and I'm giving it a five based on conversation, middle of the road. And looking at my previous scores, I gave a, I've given a lot of fives. Yeah. Somebody came in, wasn't it Eve Adams came in and said, we don't like the show. And uh, you're taking it out of context and you're going to start yelling if you like. Well, I don't like what show. Eve and I had a private conversation. No, 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 no. Eve thought that we were 
still doing it the way we originally told people we were going to do it, where we were picking our favorites. Mm -hmm. So the point that Eve was making was, why are you guys picking ones that you all think are mediocre? That was the point. Uh, Oh, by the Uh, way. But Tans. Oh, wait. Before I say that, I should mention, I told you about Ken Stubbs. Haley Todd, who played Lucy, she's an actor, character actress. She went on to play Lizzie McGuire's mom in the TV show Lizzie McGuire. And she played Data's daughter. Um, Oh, that's right. um, you're right. You were right. I looked that up. She did. Yeah. Data's daughter on, on Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, I, I, I tipped my hand earlier by accident. It To me, again, like the previous episode, uh, a definition of a five. I'm going to give it a five. Oh, okay. wow. is this the first time we've all agreed, Lawson? I mean, I was, I'm probably more of a five and a half, but I'm going to give it a five. And do you know why I almost am more of a five and a half is because... The structure of the girls are all there finally in like full and, force and refined even a little bit. So yes. Blanche is a whore, but like with a reason, like there's right. logic behind what she's doing. Yeah. It's not these, it's not before it was like joke, 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 joke. It's now like these are fully formed characters that we know and love. We've had two other episodes where we agreed across the board oh, and they yeah. were they also were all fives. No, oh, they're fives? Really? Oh. what were they? So, so there's two other episodes that tie with this one because we all gave up fives. And it was episode three, season one, episode three, Rose the Prude, where okay. she goes on a blind date. And episode four, right after that, which is the transplant, where Blanche's sister, Virginia, comes to visit. And See, this is where I think it's dangerous. I, I sometimes think it's 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 so funny because I think it's the I don't like the actress who plays Virginia. Mm hmm. I, I talking about the transplant me. episode. Yeah, yeah, she bores me. It's so funny you said that because now that I've now that we've seen more episodes, I think I would mm-hmm. downgrade the transplant to a four. Same. Well, transplant, and then also I'm looking the one uh, the break in. Mm-hmm. I gave it a four, and I feel like it's certainly just as good as this episode. So I it's feel almost, like I would. Upgrade I actually that probably would have gone to a six. What, would I, what, what did I give the break in? A five. Oh, I, I would dra- I would downgrade five. it to a four. I gave it a five. You gave yeah, both of you gave it a five. So I, I oh. in retrospect would give it a six. Oh, in retrospect I give it a four. Should we revisit these scores? I think after the full season we should revisit yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to because that that now the break in is not as good as this episode. I think the breaking has some really great Betty White moments, but it's also before they knew what the the show was. It but was a little te- more high drama. I'm telling you, the reason it gets a four, I think I said this even then, is that parking structure scene I think is horrible. When she wears that ugly hat. Ugly You've never hat, seen her wear a hat she's, ever. She's running around the parking lot and She I, broke her crown. I, I it, it and they orchestrated weird. this special music, like chase music. Yeah, and is it ever another time, Boo Hecker, a resident Golden Girls guru, where we see them not on a television set? Like, I'm not saying not on their, not on their set. I'm talking about like a real yeah, I know world what you're talking structure. About. No, that is one of the few times that it pulls the eye. Um, everything else is really on a set. I can't, we don't see many outdoor things. One of the other outdoor things that stick in my mind is one time when they were driving Mm -hmm. and it's that old fashioned, like you see the car driving and it's a scene where they're singing a hundred bottles of, you know, Rose is singing the entire time. Mm -hmm. And she's like 2000 bottles of beers in the wall. She's singing. And then you hear the brakes hit and Dorothy just goes, get out. Like you don't even see 
You don't even see them. Is there ever a moment like don't they do they ever go to another town? Like do they ever visit LA or anything like that? Or no, it's not like it's not they do go to Hollywood for I think it's Hollywood when they go play uh, grab that dough. Mm-hmm. Um oh, we haven't even had the jail episode yet. That's gotta be coming soon. That's gotta be season one when they're arrested for being hookers. They go other places, they go to St. Olaf, but I mean nothing they go to one of the most touching episodes is when they go to Georgia to go to um, the old plantation. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful moment with Blanche. Um, now, on the no, show, they go to New York. On the actual show, Empty Nest itself, with Richard Mulligan and all those people. Yeah. Do the girls ever make guest appearances? They do. Mostly Sophia mm-hmm. and occasionally uh, uh, Rose. I Even Rose was on it even after Golden Girls went off the air. She'd make guest appearances. Mm-hmm. I, believe, I don't believe Dorothy was ever on it. Mm-hmm. Um, understand, we're actually going to see what was originally going to be the pilot of Empty Nest mm-hmm. is a Golden Girls episode that I actually don't think any of the Golden Girls are actually in it. Or maybe they're in it for a hot second. And it's Rita Moreno's in it. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I've seen that episode. It's horrible. I have no interest in recapping that. The last line of it is, promise me you'll never die. And then when they actually do the show, the wife's dead. But but they originally, I think they talk about him having the three daughters. And I think... Uh, Carol might be on it. I know. I know. There's crossover. There's definitely crossover with Harry, Carol, and Barbara. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lawson, <laughs> do, do you agree with me not recapping that episode? Wait, we're just gonna skip one. It. I think it's the last or second to last episode of a season, and it. It's not about. It's a put. They were. They used to do this in the old days. Of what are you talking about? About Golden Girls. Yeah, but what do you mean about skipping what? You didn't tell me about this. I said it two seconds ago. You just said it. Yeah. That's oh, what I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. He was asking oh. if I agreed with him. So they did. They used to do these things in, in sitcoms in the old days called put pilots, okay? And the put pilots is when they would try and spin off a show, and they would, Happy Days did this all the time, and they would basically make a pilot episode that they would insert yeah. to the, and it just in the, t- in yes. the tiniest ways tied into the episode so that people will get the chance to see it and then go like, oh, I'll watch. A perfect example from Happy Days, actually, is Mork and Mork Mindy. Mindy. Yeah. Mork and Mindy had a put pilot where Mork visits <laughs> Milwaukee. And that's the first episode where we see Mork. I, and, and I think we should watch it because we will be able to tear it apart. <sighs> I will watch it if you guys want to recap it or not. I don't care. It's in the but canon. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Right. I'm going to. I want to complete all of these. <sighs> I think after you watch it, Lawson. Lawson, I'm not even joking. I would go watch it today and make a decision. The last line. It has nothing to do with the Golden Girls. It's like a different television show. But it's the same set. It's empty nest. It's just. Yeah. I'm there for it. I really am going to watch it. I mean, look, Rita Moreno is never bad. It's weird, though, because I'm so used to her on One Day at a Time with the accent. And Ah. Rita Moreno in real life does not have an accent. So no. it's, it's her with her no accent, you know, uh, and you forget no. how beautiful, I mean, she's beautiful now, but it's just weird seeing her as a young woman, you know? She's not even that young in it. <laughs> you know, what's so funny is, uh, is I was, you know, this um, woman who played Lucy now is even older than Rue McClanahan was in this episode. That's if, funny. Yeah. If you go by the character's age, because the character's 20 in 1986. So now she'd be 54, so. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, okay, guys. Well, let's call it a day there. Lawson. Um, Talk I- to us about next episode. Oh, that's right. Talk to us about next episode. That's yeah, what I so thought you were skipping, and I was like, why too. are you skipping that? No. So season one, episode 18, we're going to do next. It's called The Operation. Dorothy is hesitant about having foot surgery. Oh, oh, this is the tap dance episode. Oh, is it? This is where the girls tap dance, and then it's <laughs> okay. It's it's a great episode, and oh, you actually is. get to see because Betty uh, Rue McClanahan is a trained dancer, mm-hmm. and Betty White was also a dancer. So you get to see the two of them really tap. They're really quite great. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, don't blow your load right now. We got uh, done a whole episode <laughs> <laughs> All right, to record on it. Joey, thank you, Joey's. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, Shady Pines. That's at the end of the episode. Guys, you know, I gotta tell you something. I like playing this game. Today, we're playing Justin Bieber's date party. Is that what it was called, Lawson? What was the Justin Bieber, I have a date with Bieber one? You're not gonna respond, Lawson? He's not even moving. He's pretending his camera went down. <laughs> Is that what he's doing? Like, guys, actually, I can't tell if I, He Lawson's, might have laughed. I can't tell if Lawson's actually frozen. Or if he's, uh... No, I think he's frozen. Lost it. Oh, wait. Oh, there he is. (laughs) That was the creepiest thing. I still don't know whether or not he was frozen or not. Creepy. Yeah, it was really, really creepy. I still, to this day, don't know uh, whether he was frozen. All right, well, uh, be sure next time, and then it's your turn. Is that what it is, Lawson? Something like that, yeah. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines, a limited series from Afterthought Media. You can find Mike Lawson on Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. That's M-R-M-I-K-E-L-A-W-S-O-N. You can find Joey Buhacker on Facebook. That's uh, Joey. And last name B-U-C-H-E-K-E-R. And you can find Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>